You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Bite you in the ass. And yes, Murphy did, because Elisa suggested it bit me right in the ass. Welcome, folks, to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 249. Yes, just one away from the Magic 250. And although it won't be our 250th episode, won't even be my... T- it won't be my 200th episode until 2.53, if I'm not mistaken, because Mark and I took over the show at 53. And I don't remember which episode I came in on. Um, I must be uh, 150, maybe? Between Something. 100 and 150, I think. Somewhere around there, yeah. I, yeah it's, someday I'll figure it out. So, And I don't know... It, it, as a regular host, because you guys had me on as a guest host a couple times, I think. So, oh yeah, I'd have to figure out where to start talking or counting. But anyway, <laughs> and then there's Elisa; she's been mm-hmm. in and out and in and out. But I think part of that has to do with other problems, like AT and T. That's a horrible segue. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say because while he's sitting there saying that. What are you talking it, about? As he's saying that, all I can think about is the Who's uh, squeeze box. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Mom has got oh, a squeeze, okay. squeeze box. Yeah. <laughs> all night, uh, yeah. Anyway. Should we do AT&T or should we do the weather first? No, we'll do the weather. I was just messing okay. with you two trying to screw things up. Because you did. I know. And like I, you have to. I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't have to try that hard, I know. <laughs> no, it comes naturally. Nat alone again. Naturally. Naturally. God, I hated that song. Anyway. <laughs> he was very depressing. He was, yes. He, he needed meds, serious meds. I don't even remember who sang it. Gilbert O'Sullivan. Uh, and yeah. then if you listen to the song Claire, which I used to like, and then I listened to the words, and I thought, ew, that's creepy. Claire. <laughs> well, we could probably do an episode on creepy songs, because uh, uh, Angie Baby by... Um, mm-hmm. Helen Reddy. Helen Reddy, yeah, that one was kind of creepy. And then there was another one, too, I think Tanya Tucker. I guess something. Yeah, like I say, we could do an episode on creepy songs. Yeah, there's another show idea. (laughs) Kevin will just blow us out of the water with his vast record collection. Yes. And the sad part is it would be a real record collection. (laughs) The ton of final. Yeah. But anyway, on to Mark's favorite segment of the show, the world-famous weather report. Actually, today it has been amazing here. It only got up to about 40, 41 degrees. Nice breeze, kind of cool. I was like, ah, relief from this unrelenting heat where it was in the 60s and 70s and my brains were running out my ears. So, But then the rest of the week, tomorrow it's going to be a little on the warm side, 55. Then we're going back up into the 60s and the 70s. And then we're drifting back down into the 40s and up into the 60s, and it's like, what the frick is going on here? <laughs> so that's that's the roller coaster that I'm on. We even got flowers blooming and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I've seen bugs outside, which is just pissing me off. So, well, and we've got a few buds coming out here. I haven't looked at the trees. I know Deb had a flower that was starting to uh, bud out a little bit, and that concerns us because here. Uh, we probably still got, uh, you know, unless this is a weird year, we probably got a month of winter left yet. Hopefully not the sub-zero stuff, but I'm sure it'll get down to uh, teens, 20s, maybe even down to zero a time or two. I hope 
not, but um, that's still possible yet. So, you know, that concerns us a little bit. And this last week was pretty good up until, oh, when did it cool off? I forgot when it cooled up, like Thursday or something like that. Before then, it was nice weather. It was great. Um, we literally, uh, by, I think, Friday morning, we literally had a spot of snow on our lawn this big. I'm holding my two hands up here and making a circle, uh, about the size of a dinner plate. And that was about all we had. And then uh, that cranky Mother Nature decided uh, last night to give us a dusting of snow. But then the <sighs> valiant, but then the valiant and ever vigilant sun came out and scorched the little asses. So the only thing that's left is in the shadow of the house. It was just a dusting of snow, um, so it went away quickly. But this week, uh, yeah, it's going to be typical. Uh, Almost spring weather in South Dakota. Uh, looks like it'll be like 40s tomorrow and then kind of bouncing up in the 30s. And then maybe by next Saturday and Sunday, we'll be up to the 50s and then drop down to about 40. Yeah, 40. So it'll be you know kind of a, a roller coaster, but that's typical. I don't see much for precipitation in our forecast, so that's a good thing. Uh, well, I hate to say that. You never want to not wish uh, moisture in South Dakota because... It'll may answer you know grant your wish uh, too well, and uh, it can get rather dry around here. So I shouldn't wish it away. I just want it in the form of liquid and not solids. Well, you know, in my business, liquids and solids all end up in the same place. Yes, but you want to have enough liquids in your solids so that they don't uh, um, start to harden up anywhere. So okay, it, so I forecast. <laughs> <laughs> so it lets the love flow. <laughs> Thursday, Friday, and Saturday here in upstate New York, we had record-setting temperatures. Thursday and Saturday was in the 60s. It hit uh, 73 on Friday. I had the windows open. I had the doors open. I had the heat off. It was awesome. The snow from two weeks ago, when it snowed two weeks ago today, gone. Completely, 100% gone. Cold front came in last night. The wind was whipping. We had thunder and lightning it rained a little bit, maybe two hours or so it rained. Today, the wind was whipping. Uh, it was pretty cold today. But tomorrow is supposed to be 54. We're supposed to reach 65 to 70 on Wednesday. And then back down to the low 40s, high 30s possibly for the rest of the week. And then next week, I'm back up to the 40s. So it's like Mike, up and down and up and down. Yeah. 30s, 40s. Um, yeah. The doldrums. Precipitation. Yeah, the doldrums of spring followed by the being locked in the house of summer. So, oh, oh, the freedom that summer brings you mean that I can go outside, not have to stop and think. Do I have my coat, hat, mittens? How cold is it going to get? Do I need another layer on? Uh, Will I be able to see when I pull out of a side street because the snow is in the way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's that's the thing too. It's been a while since it's been that bad. But uh, oh, probably about ten. 15 years ago, snow piled real high. You had to creep up to the corner and peek out there uh, because you couldn't see over the tops of the snowbank. So that that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, that's what I miss. That's when you can, you know, when the snow's that deep, you can go outside and sit and relax. You know, it's comfortable outside. I can sit on the porch swing. You know, the summertime, you have to go outside and it's miserable. I can't take off enough clothing. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, the neighbors already started a petition for that. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and two lawsuits. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, we do have a few things to talk about this week, and I do want to start out with where I screwed up uh, Elisa a little bit ago. 
<laughs> she she still seems to be having some minor issues, I think, with her cell well, this carrier. Is, this is an update of what I talked about a few weeks ago with AT&T. So I told you that they lost my phone. They found my phone. And they told me in January, they said, when you get your next bill, your portion will be deducted. You know, it takes a few days, but okay. So I pay $31.25 a month. What they should be doing is charge me $31.25, then give me a credit of $27.08 so that I pay $4.17 a month because I chose to get a larger phone, which is $100 extra. So rather than letting me pay the 100 they make me pay it over 24 months. Okay. So I get my bill last week. Everything was in full. They didn't deduct the free phone that I had gotten last year, they didn't deduct mine. Wait a couple of days, they deducted the other phone. Still didn't deduct mine. So Wednesday I call, 36 minutes I'm on the phone because I timed it. Oh dear. <laughs> and I s- explained the situation and I said to the guy, I said, you know, generally speaking, I said, I'm not going to blame you because it's not your fault. I said, but generally speaking, AT&T customer service sucks. And every t- month, you push me one step closer to Verizon because you don't want to keep me. Oh, we want your business. You've been a good customer since blah, 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 blah. Like back in the 90s. I mean, pretty much I've, except for a brief period with T-Mobile, I've been with AT&T before it was AT&T when it was singular and cellular one. And yeah, I remember that. Back, I've been with them since like 1998 or something. Yep. So it's been a long time. We're definitely well over 10 years, probably closer to 15 So I tell him what happened with them losing my phone, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, okay, let me look it up. So he puts me on hold. He looks it up and he says, nobody ever put it in the system. We have to do, we have to file a report on it. I said, what do you mean it's not in the system? We have to file a report on it. It takes 30 to 40 days to process. Oh my God. Like, what are you talking about? They called me twice. They said they found my phone. They gave me the credit. And they said, someone will call you on February 1st just to verify everything. Of course, I'm still waiting for that phone call. Haven't gotten it yet. And he said, everything would be taken care of. My next bill would be fine. He goes, well, let me talk to a manager. He comes back and he says, okay, I made a mistake. They did file a report, but they didn't file it until February 1st. I'm like, it was like the 25th. Why'd they wait a week? Well, it wasn't processed till February 1st. It's going to take 30 to 40 days for them to to process everything before we get your credits. So I have to basically pay full before I get my credits. And I said, so I said, we're not talking about a lot of money here. But the point is, you're taking Mm. my money. You screwed up. But I have to pay the bill every month until you decide, oops, we made a mistake and give it back to me. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, what happened if you if you took thirty to forty days to process, you know, the for the process of writing your checkout? I think they kind of have a cow. Well, that's what I mentioned. I said I pay my bill in full every month on time. Never been late. Never paid less than what I've owed. I've, you know, pristine one hundred percent credit. But you are constantly screwing up. I said I have to call every single month because someone is screwing up. I said, I'm being really nice right now. He goes, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> he goes, I can tell you're frustrated. 
I mean, the guy I talked to was very nice yeah. because he got me laughing at the end. He goes, see, I got you laughing. I said, because it's not you. Right. You personally didn't screw up. Right. But somebody did, and it's every freaking month. I should not have to call you every month to say, you screwed up my bill again, fix it. Exactly. I mean, that's just piss poor customer service. I mean, it's it's similar to what I've been through on a regular basis with uh, Comcast. I mean, when I have to go through and renegotiate my um, package and all this other stuff to get, you know, a better deal and stuff like that. And, and you know, I'm the, hence the conversation we had a while back. I'm considering getting my own modem to get away from it. Um, considering my own DVR service, you know, I'm getting to that point now where probably next month I'll start tinkering around and seeing what I can do. Um, and then on top of all that, after I got the new service, probably three mornings a week, my internet's off and I have to reset the modem to get it to come back up. It's like, what the hell's going on? I mean, and that's the, their modem you're resetting. You yeah. Haven't- yeah, you haven't bought yours yet, or you haven't got no. it set up yet. No, and it's not cheap. It's not like they're saying we're going to give you this, 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 and this fifty bucks a month. You could say, okay, yeah, you're paying a lot of money for these services. Yeah, I mean, and, and granted, I my bandwidth went up. I'm getting you know around 125 to 150 down, and I get around. Bad days, it's five. Good days can be 10, 12 up. So, I mean, I'm not going to complain. That's that's good service. I mean, I'm, you know, it works. I'd like to have a, I'd like to have synchronous 150, but I'm not willing to pay for that right now. But it, it's the principle of the thing. We, you know, we got a new DVR. We got a new modem. We, I took them up on all this new stuff they wanted to give me. I said, okay, that's fine. And it's still costing me a freaking fortune. It's like, oh. Now, when it doesn't work sometimes, or if you have to call AT&T every now and then, okay, stuff happens. I can live with that. Someone makes a mistake along the way, or maybe your modem doesn't work once every six months. Okay. But when it's a constant, you have a problem three times a week, I have to call them every month. Something's not right here. And it's, it's company first, customer service last. It's the company is always right. And And the other thing I said to them is when I have had to fill out online surveys or when I've spoken to someone like you who says, would you like a manager to call you? I always say yes. And I have yet to have someone call me because they don't want to hear what I have to say, because I will be honest. I will be polite, but I will be honest. Oh, yeah. I mean, when they talk about the surveys, when they ask if I want them, I said, oh, yeah, bring them on. (laughs) Bring them on. Several. And a couple times they've called and gotten my wife for the surveys. And, ooh, that's their bad mistake. There was actually a guy that came around door to door about a year and a half ago doing a survey. And I think he might have quit after he got done talking to her. I'm not sure. I like her. That's epic. she, She, I mean, she wasn't physically abusive, but she told him what she thought. She said, the shit you sell us now, you know, and what it costs and all. I mean, she just laid it right out there and laid right into him. So Yeah. Don't ask if you don't want to know the answer. That's right. It's exactly right. If you if you're gonna do that, you gotta take the good with the bad. Of course, when you have one outlier in and I've been on the other end of those types of surveys 
when you just have one outlier after, you know, you get like an 80% response and you got one person that's out there and you go like, this tool, (laughs) you you know what, they just don't like anybody or anything. So, you know, you could be serving them caviar in bed or whatever the hell it is and they'd still be pissed off about the crackers you gave them or some shit. Yeah, and then they go into Amazon and write reviews on products and you can tell that they're just, they're angry. They don't have a, a real grievance. They're just, they're out there to take a crap on the world. Well, yeah. those are the people, like you mentioned on Amazon, they don't review the, the item. I've mm. seen reviews for CDs. Like if I'm looking at a CD that I want to buy, you know, Sting's latest CD. Tell me if the music is good or bad. Not I gave it one star because the CD case was cracked. That's not a review. What no. the fuck kind of review I mean, is that's, that? a, those, that's, that's what I'll yeah. see. Or I'll look at, mm-hmm. I'll look at any, any, any particular item and it will get a negative review because the, the, the box was ripped. Yeah, I've seen those. Or something yeah. that I'm like. And that's not telling me if the product works or not. Exactly. Right. You're just telling me that the packaging was bad. I don't care about the packaging. Tell me if the product is good or bad. Yeah, exactly. It's so it's it's that's why I'm always careful when I do write reviews and mm-hmm. I try to be specific. Um, I like I wrote a review of uh, Under the Dome on one of the episodes. And I went, you know, and that was the show I love to hate. <laughs> But yeah. but the other problem was, you know, and, and they, they need to be a little bit more careful when they were. I said they need to work a little bit more on filming because you're caught up in the moment of the show. You know, it's this town that's been isolated off. There's, you know, you know, not much going on. And then they in the background, you see this major thoroughfare traffic just going back and forth. You know, <laughs> you know, Joe's plumbing supply, fresh fruit delivery and all this stuff. I'm going Oh, guys, the illusion kind of got lost there. Maybe you should have turned the angle of the camera just a wee bit to, to keep the but illusion. That's constructive. Right. That's a constructive yeah. criticism. That's not, this was stupid, it sucked. Well, right. why was it stupid? Why did it suck? Why does it have so much vacuum action? So, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it just just like reviews on iTunes and stuff like that. As long as it's constructive and not, you know, Mike sucks. I mean, that's that helps us some. So, oh, I didn't tell you about that one, did I, Mike? No. <laughs> no. I'm wow, kidding. that's that's awfully specific. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was actually a few more words, but even our explicit tag won't let me tell you those. <laughs> wow. I, I almost feel privileged. Yeah, you should. You should feel privileged. Okay. So, anyway. Well, Lisa, keep us updated as to how much more money they tend to screw you out of before they finally decide to send you your money. Oh, they will. Believe me, they will. Because oh, I have I no fear of that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you got a spreadsheet going there to keep track of uh, No, nope, I got it right here because I scrutinize that bill every month. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, okay, no offense, but you need a better hobby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, it takes about two minutes. Sure. Okay. Well, that's like every time the cable bill comes in, my wife goes, "Yeah, look at this. Is it right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good luck trying to decipher that. Yeah, well, I mean, fortunately, Comcast or Xfinity, whatever name they're going by this week, um, has an app that I have on my phone, uh, my new phone, otherwise known as Luscious. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Boom, chicka-wah-wah. Boom, (laughs) chicka-wah-wah. Good thing I'm drinking cold water. 
Uh, but it, it does. It, it, they give you a PDF of the bill that you can look at right there on the phone. So I keep looking at it, and I've been doing that for a while because I I knew the minute I said uh oh, and about uh, an hour later my wife called and said we got the cable bill it went up. I said yep, I knew it was going to. I knew the year was up, so I knew when it was going to go up. Plus it lets me monitor how much bandwidth or how much data consumption I'm using. Because uh, I just looked a little while ago and I think. Since the first of the month, I've pulled down what, 238 gigs of data or something like that. So, yeah. So, you know, it's, but it is. Customer service has to be the most important thing. And they do need to make bills that are decipherable instead of these weird fees. And I, I'm sure AT&T is probably really good at this. HGC car Q13 fee federal government required. Well, what the hell is that for? <laughs> You know, it's you know, it's all these fees and stuff that they tack on, you know. And every time I see that regional sports fee, I just uh, oh. grinds my ass. I'm I'm there with you on that one. I don't like subsidizing something I don't want to, I don't watch, I don't care about, I don't do anything with. So well, I'm there I, with you on that one. I mean, I do watch sports on a rare occasion anymore. I don't watch a lot of it. Um, I watched the Daytona 500 today for the most part. I had it in the background while I was doing other things, but again, you know, I'm I'm that's a network channel that was on what Fox. Why do I have to pay a regional sports fee for to cover like the Mid Atlantic Sports Network when I never freaking watch it? ESPN. ESPN. Too. I I really. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. My husband watches it constantly, but even he agrees we're paying enough for cable. Why are we paying a fee on top of that? I've heard that goes back years and years ago to when cable TV first started coming out in this country. There's some, and I I know I could look it up on Google. I'm not going to do it right now. But there is something that they put in there that almost like forever and ever that the sports channels get some sort of fee and everybody has to pay it. I'm going, well, that's great if you watch a lot of sports, but screw me if I only watch like maybe an hour every two weeks of sports. Take the damn sports channels away then. I don't care. You can have ESPN. You can have them all. I will find something else to watch. I think the only way you can do that, to my knowledge, is if you got something like DirecTV, where they have different packages that have, you know, Mm. more or less sports. Like if you're not into sports, it might only have one or two stations. If you're heavily into sports, then you can get the package that has tons of stations. Yeah. So if you want to go through your cable provider, yeah, you're stuck. Well, that's like the the package I have, even though it's basic. I have probably thirty five to maybe fifty channels in languages I don't even freaking speak, and I cannot understand what the hell these people are saying. They need to pay extra, not me. Get them the hell off. You know, give me boomerang. Give me. You know, some other channel that I can make use of. I don't care what the news is in Timbuktu. I can't change anything if Madagascar is having a drought. I, you know, it just, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm not being insensitive, but that's. I don't even watch my own local news, so I really don't care what's going yeah. on in other places. 
Well, that's kind of the reason why that, you know, I've gone the cord cutting route and just that way I can watch what I want. And since I have no interest in sports at all, that's not a bad thing for me. You know, for people who do like sports, who want to cut the cord. That is tough. But for me, not a problem. So um, and I'm kind of uh, I might sit down and reevaluate because I've got, you know, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, CBS All Access. I think those are the ones I subscribe to. I might go through and reevaluate them a little bit, uh, see if I really want to maybe stick with Hulu because you can go over to Yahoo. Yahoo now has the free feeds that used to be on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you can do that. So I might evaluate, you know, which ones I might, you know, see what's on there, reevaluate it, but still, and I do have sling TV too. Um, but I might go through and reevaluate things just to see which ones I do want. But you know, that was one of the reasons that I can pick what I want to watch when I want to watch it. Well, the- see, a lot of the apps, a lot of the sports have apps that you can buy. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be buying MLB yep. Yep. in the next couple of weeks. So I can watch, you know, my husband and I can watch baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, he watches the Yankees, which is our local market, but for me to watch the Red Sox, it's not local, so I can. I only have to wait until they're on ESPN or the Fox Saturday afternoon. This way, I can watch them all the time, or you know, whatever your baseball team of choices. Um, you can do that, but I think you can watch football on CBS. I'm not sure about hockey and the well, other. I've got sports. about twelve hockey channels, and I think I've watched since I've had cable. Watched a total of about three minutes of hockey over the last twenty five years. <laughs> So, do you get it for free? Because we have all the hockey stations too, but you have to pay for it. Some of them I do, some I don't. I don't know. I don't. I. It's the local stuff, like you know, because we're in New York, we get the New York Giants and the Jets and the Rangers for hockey, and the the um, the New York Knicks for basketball, the Mets and the Yankees. Those are the normal stations that we get all the time. But if we want to see another home team, then we'd have to pay. Well. I mean, back when I watched, uh, again, this is the first season I didn't watch any NFL football in my entire life. Um, the uh, I always watched whatever games were on because you can get Fox and CBS. One uh, right. CBS has the AFC and Fox has the NFC. So I, but they're not even the team. The local teams aren't teams I care about because I, I still am, although I don't watch it, a Dallas Cowboys fan. So. I mean, I have been probably my entire adult life, so or actually my entire life. I used to actually root for the Redskins and the Cowboys as long as they weren't playing each other. Then I rooted for the Cowboys. But anyway, I won't go down that rabbit hole. But you know, I would like to have like you do if the NFL had something, and I was watching NFL again, where I could see all the Cowboys games locally. I actually had a deal set up with somebody at one point that lived in the Dallas area. They were Redskins fans. I was a Dallas fan. We would videotape the games and then switch the videotapes. So, I mean, I would send, you know, I'd get all the commercials. I'd get, because I can still remember back when Troy Aikman was playing, watching a game or watching one of the games that she sent me. And in the tape, you know, it cuts to an ad for Aikman Chevrolet because apparently he owned a a great big Chevrolet dealership down there in Dallas at one point. And here's Troy Aikman sitting in a nice three-piece suit behind his desk and all that stuff. I'm going, I want a truck from there. (laughs) But, you know, that kind of thing. But it would be nice, and I know the NFL has all these weird freaking rules and all this, the packages and the deals they've struck with DirecTV. That's what made me think of it when you said that for the 
their thing and all that to get the NFL. Uh, was it? They have a package oh, that you the red zone. No, not the red zone. It's, it's the um, NFL I can't Sunday remember. ticket. Sunday ticket. That's it. NFL Sunday okay. ticket. Yeah, where you can watch any game that you want, but it's not worth one hundred and fifty dollars a year to me anyway. So that's beside the point. But anyway, enough ranting. Elisa's had poor customer <laughs> service. I think we've all had poor customer service. Mm-hmm. If you can find out where the call center is, Lisa, you know, and if you need me to go down and explain some things to them, I've got some friends. <laughs> I can send them down to see them. Okay, dokie. I, I thought you said we're going to say I have a, a certain set of skills. Um, a very particular set of skills. Set of skills. I always <laughs> screw that quote up. So, yeah. The baby a great use. So anyway, so talking about listening and or watching things, which we were sort of giving me that look, Elise. <laughs> I'm having a difficult your segue, time. Your segues have just been like spot on. I know. I'm tired. Okay, I'm tired. I can't make the segue work. <laughs> it's you, what you have on your T-shirt. Have you been imbibing? Uh, no, but I should have. That would have been a good idea. <laughs> Well, your, your segues are about as smooth as the uh, the inventor of the Segway. I think uh, he drove his Segway off a cliff, so you're kind of on par with him. Yes, exactly. I was just thinking that. But I did have I did have a topic. We talked last week about luscious, luscious, <laughs> bomb chikawa, chikawa. Yeah, that part is we both know that. Anyway. <laughs> um, I've been experimenting with different types of headphones over the course of the last week or so because when I'm at work, if I want to listen to something on my phone, I don't want to bother my you know my office mates because uh, our walls don't go quite all the way to the ceiling and sound will carry. So I don't want to bother people. You know, if I'm watching a podcast or listening to a podcast, watching a podcast at lunchtime, listening to Elisa and Vicky and. And Suze argue about something when I'm listening to Three Geeky Ladies or, you know, any. they're just, I mean, and they've got potty mouths, folks. I'm, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we have no opinions on that show. I know. They're just very neutral. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I want to, I don't want to uh, have my office mates hear that. So, I mean, I, I actually tried uh, my ear pods that I have. Not the ones that came with my phone, but I have a plain set of ear pods without the microphone in them. And I have the lightning to a three and a half millimeter or headphone jack adapter. And I went out this week and bought another one because I was afraid I would lose the one that came with my phone. <laughs> so I bought a spare one to keep around here. And that works pretty good other than every once in a while I'll go to move away from my desk and gee, you know, <laughs> the phone goes following me across. So... And plus, those are in-ear. I'm not an in-ear type of person when it comes to headphones. I much prefer on-ear or over-ear, which I guess is, is that the same? Ear cups versus something that just sits on my ear. And I'm curious as to what your guys' opinion is on that. Now, of course, I'm sitting here looking at all three of us, and we're all three wearing cupped headphones, mm. but... You know, sometimes necessity is the mother mother of invention. But I'm just saying, what what is your preference as far as headphones and listening to listen with? This for podcasting over the head, because you need to keep the sound in your ear. You don't want it escaping and going into the microphone. 
Right, right. So right. You, you need this. Now, these that I am using are called um, Crossfade by Vmoda. And I got these a couple of years ago. One of the MyMac writers had done a review on them. I think they ran about $200. And he had so many, he didn't want them. So I just paid for shipping and he shipped them to me. And I've been using them ever since. I'd say it's got to be five years now or so. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable. You know, they're, they're comfortable. I have no problem with them. Um, the sound is fine, but I'm not one. I'm not like Mark where I can hear the difference in sound from one set to another. Yeah. So in that, res- you know, in that respect, the sound is fine, but I don't listen to the, I don't use these if I'm listening to music or if I'm listening to podcasts. This is strictly my podcasting headphones. When you're recording. The- Correct. Correct. Um, when I'm at the gym, I know listeners, you can't see these, but I use these. These are called Rokins. They are in a case that looks like maybe about as wide as two lipsticks. And they are Bluetooth earbuds. You just, I don't know if you can see that, that silver on there, you just push both of those, it turns it on, connects to your phone or your iPad or whatever it is that you're using to listen to, and it goes right into your ear canal. So they're wireless completely. There's no string, you know, no cord that holds the two of them together. No connector. You just, no connector at all. You just pop them in your ear and you're good to go. So you can use them when you're going for a walk. You can use them, you know, whatever. Right. And I, I like them. I like them. These were about, again, I reviewed these, but I think these were $130, I believe. And there are other brands that you can get that are a little bit cheaper. But it's nice because when like when you're you know, going for a walk or going to the gym, you don't have that cord that's bothering you behind your neck or getting in your way. You just put them in, do your thing. Yeah, I it, it, again, but it's back to the um, they're in my ear, and that bugs me. I mean, not that I don't use in ear, but I just prefer not to. Even the headphones that I use most of the time, or the uh, the ear earbuds, whatever the hell you want to call them, they're on ear and they have the clip that goes over my ear because I have trouble with most in-ear ones unless they're got a really long tip on them they tend to want to fall out the ear pods they sort of stay in my ear but they will tend to fall out if I move around very much at all I mean just slightly turning my head even just you know an inch and they tend to work out so it's a bit annoying but that's why I'm I'm and, and plus that um, feeling of being like you're congested mm-hmm. is the way in-ear things make mm-hmm. my head feel. It's like, I don't have a cold. I, you know, and if I'm eating lunch or something while I'm doing it, I, say, I don't want to hear myself chewing. <laughs> so, right. Which is why I can't use those for podcasting. And I have seen video podcasters, like if you watch um, like an interview show of some sort, you'll see the guest wears either the Apple earbuds or some sort of in-ear I can't do it because all I hear is myself back in my ear, which they say is how you're supposed to podcast so you can monitor your sound. I can't do it. Yeah. Because then I start hearing myself and I talk slowly. That part doesn't bother. I mean, because I can hear myself right now because the monitor, my headphones are plugged directly into my Blue Yeti microphone. And I'm hearing, I can hear that for monitoring purposes. And I'm also getting the feed, the loop. Uh, an audio hijacks coming back to me too, 
So I'm hearing it two ways, and there's actually a slight delay there, but that delay doesn't bother me. Either I've gotten used to it or what, I'm not really sure, but that doesn't bother me. But just the, unless I really need to kill background noise, like when I when I mow the yard or if I'm outside doing something like that, you know, in the god-awful summer, then I would want something stuck in my ear so I didn't have to listen to the drone or the lawnmower while I'm doing it. Um, and I used to try to do that, um, but I could never get anything that worked uh, that was without paying a fortune that would isolate enough of the mower noise to make it easy to listen to podcasts. Because that's the whole reason I actually went out and bought an iPad sh- or iPad shuffle. iPod shuffle was to do that. So, yeah, it's just, right. it sucks. Well, I've got my uh, solution that I dropped it in the chat. And because I've gone down this road for, I don't know, five, six years now, I think, trying to find the perfect thing. Because I like to listen at work, uh, you know, the, all kinds of things, audio, podcast, music, audio books, whatever. Uh, and so, but I do need something where if somebody talks to me, and that was using like in-ear uh, buds or like say on-the-ear buds that you flip, you put on there. But the thing was, I always have to pull them up when I talk to somebody because it always kind of bugged me and uh, I couldn't quite clearly understand what they were saying sometimes. So I'd sit there and have to pull it out. Well, I finally decided to go with these uh, Bluetooth bone conduct conduction headphones because then you know they'll sit there and it just conducts the uh, sound through the bone into your ears. Uh, basically, it's just speakers that sit in front of your ears, but it conducts the sound through the bone. And then if I do vacuum or something like that, uh, I can just get foam earplugs and stick in there, and that'll block out the noise. And I can still hear the the headphones. So it's, you have to have something extra there when you're doing something noisy. But for me, that works pretty good. And then uh, if somebody wants to talk to me, I'm listening to something, I can just reach up to uh, my uh, left ear here and there's a little button on there that you push and it'll pause the podcast. Uh, so for me, like I say, in my situation, that works out pretty good. And I don't know, maybe in the office there where, you know, if somebody was to come in and talk to you, you could just hit the button quick. Um, and you can still hear them talking without having to sit there and pull out you know something from your ears yeah and the other reason i'll do it sometimes is if somebody's having like a conference call and they're on their speaker phone and stuff like that which you have to do at times i'm not saying they shouldn't do it it's just it's very difficult and i'll do i'll put something in i actually at that point have a pair of uh the the safety guys give them out they're the little orange things that you stick in your ear to protect your hearing yep i have a couple pair of those at my desk that Every once in a while, I'll shove them in when I want, <laughs> I want mm-hmm. some peace and quiet. Although the only problem with that is I've gotten the shit scared out of me a couple of times when somebody walked up <laughs> behind me and I didn't see him coming into my cubicle. So, Well, yeah. usually I'm the one doing the scaring. but And all I have to do is uh, go down to the egg shop because the egg teacher has a big jar of uh, the foam uh, earplugs, the orange ones without the little cord on it. And I can just uh, – I'll – borrow a couple of them i don't think he wants them back when i'm done but uh, i can get a pair of those and uh, wash the earwax off yeah there you go um and there's uh when i'm vacuuming or doing something a little bit noisy but like i say for me that and yeah you wouldn't want to listen to music this would drive mark up a wall i mean i listen to music through them but it's uh it is a good enough experience but don't expect to to hear the you know the full rich sound it's going to be you know it's going to be different but for podcasts and audiobooks it's perfectly fine um and it's clear and it sounds good and like it's it does have a little band that goes around behind your head but 
unless I put my head back on my chair like that or something, uh, I really don't notice. I've gotten used to it. I wear it for, I wear them eight, uh, maybe close to 10 hours a day because I just leave them on all day. Um, cause I don't want to have to set them down, take them off and set them down and try to think, where did I put them? Uh, so I wear them all day and, uh, I've gotten to the point where it doesn't bother me too much to wear them. Well, yeah, the only problem is with that band again, it might mess up my hairdo. I don't, you know, I don't want to muss my hair. Pain. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to muss my hair. So. Now, when you when you talk about in ear, are you talking about like this for the apple, or even something like this? Same thing. Yes, to me they're the same. Okay, because what I'm what I'm showing is I have a pair of something called Snug Buds that I bought at a MacWorld a number of years ago. These fit really well. They do go inside your ear canal, yeah. and they are wired, so you do have to put them, you know, attach them to your phone or your iPad or whatever you're using to listen. Right. But they fit really well. They're, they're got a soft rubber, right? So they yes. kind of conform. Yeah. Right, and they have three different sizes. So if this size is too big mm-hmm. or too small, they have you know okay. basically a small, medium, or large. Yeah. No, I. I mean, I've, I really like them. I've so got I ones. I'm, these. Yeah, I've got the ones that got the different tips on them and stuff like that. Um, yeah. It just none of it just drives me crazy to have that stuck in my ear. Oh yeah, and I've I've had like I said, I've tried different sets. I've tried the over the ear ones that are like the earbuds. They don't go in your ear. They just hang there in front of your ear, and they're they're good. Like I said, unless I get into a noisy situation, but they were good enough. But like I say my biggest problem was. Um, I have to be able to understand people clearly when they're talking to me and just to have something, even these uh, bone conduction ones, sometimes, you know, the sound has to flow around them. Sometimes I pull them ahead a little bit just because it does alter the sound I'm listening to. It's just enough that it bothers me just a bit. I'm a little anal when it comes to listening to, you know, sound or trying to understand people sometimes. So little things like that can bug me a little bit. So there's times I just have to, you know, maybe scoot them forward or something like that to get them away from the ear so the sound can travel in better. But um, that was the thing. I The problem I had with the rest of them was that they all worked fine. But when I had to stop and talk to somebody or something like that, I always had to, you know, pull it out so I could hear. That was my the problem I had with any of them. Yeah, and the other thing I want to get away from is I want to go Bluetooth because the you know and, and this has nothing to do with the fact that it, the the iPhone eliminated the headphone jack. I you know when I had my iPod or if I had my iPad or if I had my Kindle or anything there that I was listening to, the wired thing I always ended up getting tangled up in the wire. You know when I'm trying to do a couple different things there at my desk and stuff or. You know, while I'm moving my mouse around and getting a couple hundred steps on my Apple Watch for for mousing around as it tends to do, um, mm. it's it's just that I want something wireless. I want yeah. the Bluetooth. I don't need them for when I'm driving. I don't need Bluetooth for that because my iPod I just plug directly into the head unit in my car and it plays and I'm good there. I don't have to. I don't need it for that. I just right. need it for when I want to kind of isolate myself from my from the rest of the people in my office and kind of be in my own little world for, you know, 15 or 20 minutes or something, or maybe during my lunch break or something like that. So. And Bluetooth is nice because if you're listening to a podcast at your desk, but you have to maybe, maybe the copy machine is 50 steps away from your desk and you need to make some copies. You can just walk over. You're still listening to the podcast. You don't have to grab your phone. Yeah, exactly. 
you know, make your copies and go back. You ha- you don't have to worry about it. You're not stuck with the phone in your hand. Yeah, well, right. I mean, it, and it's, you know, when I get up to go get a cup of coffee, because it's, you know, probably 25 feet or 30 feet up to the coffee maker from my cubicle. Um, so, it, you know, I could just keep listening, mm-hmm. go up, get my coffee, put my creamer in it and come back, sit down and go back to work and, and so on and so forth. So, right. but yeah, I definitely want to go Bluetooth, but. I'm really leaning towards either an over ear, like what we're all wearing right now, or uh, just something that sits on the ear. I've looked at a couple pairs of them, but I'd be interested to know. I mean, I know your your all's preferences. I'd be interested to know what our listeners are thinking. You know, if you're using Bluetooth, or and I know a lot of people use earbuds, which is what I call what you showed up there. At least the the thing mm-hmm. that actually pushes in your ear. And it's not that the sound quality's you know, I'm not worried. I'm like you. I don't care about the sound quality. And just like yours in my conversation, if I happen to be listening to music, I just want to hear the music. I don't need to hear the, the rich lows or the good highs or anything like that. It's just enough so I can sing along and annoy the hell out of the rest of the people around me. It's, How do, do you do? Do, 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 do. No. Oh, it has to, you know, funny. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's trying to put the love goo in his ear. The, um,. <laughs> The, I have to say, I was listening to, I don't know if you guys ever listened to Gilbert Godfrey's podcast. Um, no. They were doing a show on One Hit Wonders. They were going, oh, what was that awful song? Uh, uh, How Do You Do by, uh, what was her name? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, I know. And you're going, <laughs> um, pick, yeah. me, pick, pick me, pick me, pick me. Yeah, it was, it was, it was funny. So, but anyway, so that's my conundrum. I'm, I'm still working through it. I am going to get a pair of Bluetooth of headphones of some sort. Um, I don't want to sink a lot of money into them. I'd like to keep it between, say, fifty and a hundred bucks, because I'm going to be carrying these around. They're going to get slightly abused in my bag every day, carrying them back and forth to work. Um, so, yeah. So, if, and if the listeners have any recommendations they want to kick out there, I'm happy to listen to it. Um, I don't want the thing like Melissa has it covers my eyes while I'm listening to stuff because that would just freak me the hell out yeah so yeah driving down the road with a blindfold on <laughs> that'll make the news in northern virginia <laughs> would would that be any worse than some of the people on your daily commute um no uh, <laughs> uh basically no it would uh i i i have never ceased to amaze we'll move on but I, i've never ceased to amaze the people that I mean, these traffic lights that i go through we'll sit in backups that are like uh, no worse than that, you know, like I'll be, you know, about 90 cars back from the light and traffic will start to move and somebody's sitting there twiddling with their damn phone. It's like, would you quit <laughs> freaking with the phone drive? <laughs> so, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, I love my phone and I like to twiddle with my phone, but when I'm sitting in traffic, no, stop it. You know, if I can't talk to Siri and get her to do something without looking at my phone, I'm not going to do it with my damn telephone while I'm on the road. Oh, these people aggravate the piss out of me. And, you know, mm-hmm. and plus, I, I won't count the number of times I've seen ladies going down the road putting on makeup mm-hmm. and smoking a cigarette at the same time. And I'm going, how in the hell they're doing this? I'm not really sure. And then the one guy that I followed down the road was reading. He had a newspaper laid in the I've steering wheel. That. I've I'm seen going, that. Where they really? Read the newspaper on the highway. Yeah, 
Really? No. Don't, I don't want to get started on that. That'll just piss me off and I won't get any sleep tonight. So, As I said before the show, Confucius say, man who stand on toilet seat, high on pot. So anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll move. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, my voice is going all of a sudden. <laughs> we'll move on. Mike's got an update on his topics from last week. Yeah, just a, a few updates. Uh, my wife got her phone. We're, uh, she's getting used to it. It's taking a little bit. Uh, I did have a little trouble setting it up, um, which is my own fault, because I got a uh, connection kit from Straight Talk. And that basically, they uh, it's they include two SIMs and an adapter, so you can go uh, standard, nano, and micro SIM. Well, I wasn't paying attention, and I activated the nano SIM when, in uh, essence, what I needed was the micro SIM in there. So I had to spend uh, probably about an hour on the phone with Straight Talk trying to get that straightened out. So that took a little bit of time. Once I got that done, uh, things are progressing. She's getting used to it. Uh, like I say it's a little different from um, iOS, and she's only had a few days to really sit down and work with it, but getting a few apps on there and getting that taken care of. Um, I think I mentioned on the podcast about I was re-ripping my music collection. I think I'm done with that unless we find some more CDs laying around the house. But uh, it was probably, um, oh, I suppose a couple hundred CDs. I didn't bother to count them. But I got them ripped. I got them in iTunes. I've got the artwork. Yeah, Kevin's got one. Um, <laughs> uh, I uh, got the artwork corrected. It does bug me that uh, iTunes doesn't find all the artwork. I mean, this is not like obscure stuff. Um it wouldn't find any Garth Brooks uh, album covers or any of that, but I've got that cleaned up and taken care of. And then this third one here, uh, I'm going to kind of call it a public service announcement because uh, I should have realized it, but I didn't. So I came down here one day and I was sitting at my desk and I happened to look at my Google Home and I happened to look at the cord on it. And I'm kind of going, well, that don't look right. Well, come to uh, find out the damn cat had been chewing on it. <laughs> She's expressing her opinion of Google. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And she, uh, uh, he did a pretty good job on it because I kind of moved it. I could see a couple sparks fly in there. So, um, yeah. And then I called up. You know, I was going to try and just, okay, fine, I'm not happy, but I'll just try and order a new cord for it. Well, they don't have a replacement cord. So huh? what they're going to do is – no, they don't have a replacement cord. So what they're going to do is they're going to uh, – um, send me out another one and I send the old one back. Well, uh, what kind of, I mean, is it micro USB? Is it uh, mini USB, regular USB or USB? Neither. Neither. Uh, it's oh, fuck. a special round. Yeah. <laughs> special round plug. Yeah. I wished it was standard. It's a uh, special little snowflake of a, yeah, something like that. And I had toyed with cutting the cord uh, and fixing it. I don't know how much you guys can see of the Ooh. damage. It's the little little a hole did. There's a couple spots here where he uh, chewed through it uh, pretty good. Uh, here's some. Here's some more. Wow. Uh, yeah. Your cat really uh, hates I, Google. Yeah. So I uh, was on tech support uh, t or text. Uh, texting with somebody at Google about it. And I, uh, she said, is the cat okay? And I said, mm, for now he is. Um, oh, wow. I said, hopefully he got, oh, well, okay. I didn't hurt the cat, but I did hope he get a little bit of a jolt. So maybe he realized don't do this, but you would have thought 
there's a couple bad nicks in there. He must have got jolted a couple times, maybe. So I don't know. Maybe it's revenge after that point. But, uh, so, and you know, like I said, I never gave it any thought. But now I'm sitting here going, because I got cords all over the place here. So now I'm thinking, what do I – I don't think he's bothered this before, but, you know, it's just if you have cats or animals of any kind, um, probably would want to double check your uh, uh, your cords and everything and make sure that they're either you know out of the way or uh, they don't look tasty or something. But um, and don't coat them in mouse pee or mouse guts. Yeah, something like that. Um, and we've had cats for well, since we moved to town. Um so it's about uh, 18 years now, and we've had a model we've had for a couple of years now. But uh, you know, I never gave it any thought. But now I'm going to have to stop and think a little bit. And there's just something, you know, about this cord that must have looked good because it looks sort of like a phone cable. Maybe I don't think that attracted it to him. But um, so now I'm going to get it next or this week sometime Monday or Tuesday, I think it is. And so then I will have to, and they're not going to charge me anything as long as I send the old unit back and everything. Oh. So. But, you know, so, yeah, it's not like I got to buy a cord. And I would, if the cord was like, you know, 20 bucks, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't I wouldn't have liked but I would have paid 20 bucks for a cord. But now I have to go through the basically the RMA of, uh, um, you know, sending it back. And they give me the label to print out, put on the box and everything. So it's not I don't have to pay anything, but I just don't want to have to horse around with it. That's nice, yeah. though, because it yeah. wasn't their fault. No, yeah, really. And I was on, like I say, I was texting with the uh, the person. I'm not going to assume gender, but uh, I was texting with the person, and uh, they were really nice. And um, and she said, uh, you know, uh, re- show us a receipt. So I sent the email confirmation I got because I ordered it through uh, Target. And then they wanted pictures to see what the cord looked like. So I take my phone and take a few pictures while we're talking and make up the email and send it to them and uh, wait a few minutes. So she goes, yeah, I'll, you know, she couldn't make the decision on her own, but she forwarded it to their uh, department in charge of that. And I got a letter, oh, an email a day or so later and said, yeah, yeah, we'll do a one time uh, exchange on this. So just, you know, they gave me the instructions, they gave me the label to print out to put in the box and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm happy enough with their, you know, with their service. They, you know, they, they wouldn't have had to, you know, you got cats, your problem, but no. So they were, they did that, and I hope at some point that you know, a he does the cat doesn't do it again. But I also hope that they offer some sort of replacement cord uh, for that. Even if you want to like move it somewhere and you don't want to have to take the cord, a second cord would be nice. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, I'll have to share since you're talking about that that I have a similar problem, but not with electrical cords. Uh, one of our cats, Dixie likes to chew through blind cords. We have mini blinds all through the house. And she will get up as high as she can reach and chew right through the cord that lets you pull the blind up and down. And I, we, we don't know what it is. You know, we've got several blind cords around here that are tied in knots to hold them together so we can, because we ended up with some where the blind cord was only like six inches below the, the blind to be able to lower it. One of the things that I did, and I don't know if this will work for you, Mike, that's helped with her doing that is I went out and got some wire wrap and what I'm talking about is the stuff that's kind of a it looks like it's a spiral tube that you can twist and it opens and I fed the string for the blinds through it I cut it I bought a whole roll of it 
and I cut it, to, you know, I figured out how long a piece I cut it, and I sat there and I wound it around the string. That seems to have helped quite a bit, other than somebody pulled the blind up too high and a little bit of the bare string was down low and she did chew through part of the string. Uh, because buying these blinds, you know, I'm talking 60 or $70 a window every time I have to buy a new mini blind. So it's like, and I love the cat. I wouldn't do anything to her. Like, why do you chew that? Why is it that you want to chew the blind cord? But bless her little heart, we just accept it. We move on. But that's something you might want to consider because that's, you know, that's harder to chew through than the coating on that cord that you've got. I mean, right. it's, and you can get it in different colors. You can get it in uh, different sizes. So you could route a couple cords to it if you wanted to, maybe a little cable management on the side. So just a suggestion for you. Yeah, after you said that, then it got me thinking. I was, I'm in Amazon here looking at cable management uh, stuff, uh, and so maybe I'll have to consider that, and you know, maybe it'd make the desk desk look a little nicer because I do have some cords. Maybe I need to move my power strip too, uh, but I need to do a few things and just kind of maybe get things uh, cleared up a little bit and reroute things. I might have to just, uh, you know, if I ever showed you guys around, I got a scary number of cables around this joint. As I sit here and look, I'm going, oh, Lord. Uh, it looks like a spaghetti factory exploded in here. So Yeah, I got that uh, earlier today, and it wasn't my fault. But the kids, you know, there's a place where I have a power strip sitting because you can't quite get to the outlet. Well, they come out and plug their chargers in for, you name the electronic device, well, then when they go in and there's not an outlet open, they unplug somebody else's charger and throw it there on the floor. So there's just like this mound of charging cables that'll grow slowly <laughs> if we don't periodically go through and clean yeah. it all up. And then somebody had over at some course recently plugged in an extension cord, and it was one of these extension cords that has multiple outlets along, you know, at different lengths. And so then that had shit all plugged in. <laughs> Well, and you see, we call that a fire code violation. We have to watch that stuff at school uh, because we've had people plug power strips in the power strips. And as long as we kind of veered into the power strip thing there, I had to buy one uh, yesterday because I wall warts piss me off. And so I'm trying to plug the little wall warts, the little transformers into the power strip. And I had it arranged in such a way that there was one that was over the the, – switch to turn the power strip on and off as long as nobody moved the cart that was on it was fine this is here at home but deb would move it and then it would turn the switch off and turn off everything the tv the sound bar the coffee maker everything that we're overloading i mean plugging into this power strip <laughs> yeah and so i bought a different one it's a big one uh it was like about 30 bucks but it's got uh i think four uh, plug-ins off by themselves so you can stick the stupid wall warts in there. I think it's got four more in the middle to plug regular cords in. And then it's got two ports for USB uh, that you could plug into and use that. And what I'm considering doing is I've got either my uh, uh, Fire TV stick or I've got a Chromecast here and just get rid of the wall wart for it and plug that into the uh, – the port on there to power it. So um, I'm going to play around with that. Yeah, you might want to consider. I, I know you're paying on the on the uh, wall warts. You might want to yes. consider something like what I just dropped in the show notes there. The power squid. Um, uh-huh. There's a those are really because that way then the wall warts don't get in the way. Right. 
it's not actually the neatest looking thing, but you know, <laughs> yeah, there are no, some I, that are more attractive than this one, but this is the, you get the idea. Yeah. And I'm trying to think the one upstairs, I think has got six, but the way it's laid out, I think one uh, plugin is unusable. So that might work, but I'll, I'll try this one first and see. Uh, and Deb's also got a power strip. It's one of those that it, it, it bends like a snake so you can turn it. Yeah. Uh, so you can plug things in. Yeah, there's different solutions, but we'll see how that that goes. But I thought I would throw that one in there. Just, uh, you know, the whole power management and your pets uh, needing a chew toy. Yeah. No, just don't feed them the power cords that are plugged in. That's that's what we'll take away from that. There you go. So, uh, I think with that, we'll uh, move, since we were already talking about items, why don't we move on to our picks for the week? And we'll start with... Elisa, because I think she's about to fall asleep. Oh, did you say something? (laughs) I did a good transition, a good segue, and you (laughs) blew it, okay? Jeez. Now, my pick is something that would be perfect for you, Kevin, if you were willing to pay the price. And these (laughs) are the Sennheiser (laughs) Momentum 2.0 Wireless with active noise cancellation headphones for $446 on Amazon. Yeah, I saw those. They're very nice. Yeah, they've got a 22-hour battery life with the Bluetooth and the noise guard. It says it uses four microphones for ultimate isolation to improve sound quality in noisy environments. Uh, It's got a two-year warranty, which is good. It folds up nicely, has its own little carrying case, and uh, it's got a lot of good reviews. Yeah, uh, so I'm actually wearing Sennheisers right now. That's what these are. Um, these were twenty dollars as opposed to four ninety nine. Um, but uh, that definitely would be exactly where I would be if I wanted. If money were no object, as the point of this portion of the show is, that I could just blow on something like that. That's definitely. I like the noise cancellation. I like the wireless. You know, it's got everything in it that I would want. But. Um, and then I could hear Mark's deep lows and high fidelity, whatever the frick he listens to. I don't know, you know. <laughs> you know, I just turn it up loud. That's all I worry about. That's uh, right. So. I think high-end headphones to you is kind of like pearls before swine. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And I'll, I'll follow on because uh, Elisa and I apparently were sharing part, part of a brain um, I did the show notes up. I created the show notes page on Monday, and I was looking around, and I actually picked two things. They both fall in the price range. I picked the Bose Quiet Comfort 35 wireless headphones. Uh, they're really nice. They're um, they've got. I think they're the one. They have about 20 hours of playtime too. Um, they're just they're 349 dollars. They were also recommended. Uh, in a couple articles I read about uh, good Bluetooth headphones. Uh, yeah, they have 20-hour battery life per charge and up to 40 hours. This is one reason I chose these. If you put them in wired mode, you can actually hook them via wire and listen to them via wired mode. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, yes, exactly like what you're doing there, Mike. That's mm-hmm. kind of like a fallback position that I like. Um, and they came with a nice case, and they came with all the accessories, so it kind of, you know, kind of made sense. That's that was my primary choice. But then I was looking at them a little further, 
and I came across another really nice set of headphones uh, that are a tad bit more on the expensive side towards Elisa's uh, price range. These were $449. They were the Master and Dynamic MW50 Wireless On-Ear. These aren't ear cuffs. These are on-ear headphones. Um, they're really nice. They look nice. They look very comfortable. Not quite as much playback time, only about 16 hours. But they get real high rankings as far as, you know, durability, sound quality, and everything like that. So I, I cheated. I made two picks. I did a Melissa. You know, I just couldn't decide, <laughs> so I just threw out there whatever I found. But um, we'll, call, we'll call this Melissa's pick. Well, yeah, that's it. That's there a, we go. You know, MacBreak Weekly used to have the Alex. We have the Melissa. So <laughs> that's not a good thing, folks. Anyways, <laughs> I'm kidding, Melissa. Don't kill me. Uh, I'm afraid of her. Uh, anyway, <laughs> much like you, Elise, I'm afraid of you, too. As, well, you should be. I'm terrified. Right. You can get to me easier than she can. That's the other <laughs> thing that scares the hell out of me. So, so uh, Michael, after I've stepped into it, what do you have as far as a show pick for us? Well, you know, um, even though I'm doing, you know, more Android and or the Amazon tablets, I still, you know, would like to mess around with iOS a little bit. And I've got my iPad over there, but that's the original iPad mini. Uh, and so, and when I picked this, I swear it was below 500. Apparently the price changed uh, over the course of uh, since this morning, but I picked the uh, iPad air Two, the 9.7 inch with the retina, or I guess they're all written or the, the yeah, they're all display retina. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I picked that one. Uh, Cause yeah, I mean, I do, uh, I do like, you know, uh, iOS. I do like the uh, the iPad and that stuff. And I wouldn't mind having a newer, bigger one because all these tablets I got around here are all, you know, seven inch. I wouldn't mind a. He's rubbing his phone on his face, people. You uh, got to be glad you don't have to see what I see some days, uh, or put up with what I have to put up with some days. Anyway, um, so the nice big ten inch. Um, yeah, now I'm thinking of Aerosmith. So the let big your love glue. No, I'm thinking of uh, Aerosmith, their big 10-inch. But anyway, uh, I don't think they were talking about tablets. Anyway, because uh, I don't think tablets was invented when they wrote that song. But anyway, um, no, I would, yeah, it would be kind of nice to have that and something, you know, the 64 gig, because the one I got is uh, 16. And I always, same reason I got the phone. I just hated, oh, put this on, take this off, have to screw around. You know, I just want something that's big enough that I can mess around with and have stuff on there and not uh, have to give a lot of thought to management. Elisa's laughing. I'm not even going to ask why. It's, no, no. Keep uh, moving. It's, it's, just keep moving. <laughs> nothing to see here, folks. Move along. <laughs> Uh, that's actually the exact same iPad Air that I have, Mike. Mine's an Air 2, 64 gigabyte. And I don't usually have to... I've only gotten low space a couple times, and that's when I let video podcasts build up, because I was up to... I had probably about 150 video podcasts on there that I hadn't cleared off as I'd listened to them or watched them. So... Yeah, and that's the, that's the only time I've gotten the low space, you know, warning low space or whatever the hell iOS says. Um, and hence the reason I bought a 256 gig phone. I don't want to see that very often. I don't want to have to deal with that anymore if I can help it. So Well, and I haven't gotten one, you know, in quite a while on any of my devices. But, you know, 
you and I, I think all of us grew up with, you You started with floppy disks and then you worked up the small hard drives. And so it's just ingrained in me that uh, you pay close attention to what you install. Oh, Lord. You have one around. I'm almost afraid to ask why. It's a coaster. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I was going to say coaster. Yeah. Uh, it, it, no, it actually is. It's just a piece of rubber. It's a coaster. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, because uh, I used to have some around here. I think I finally got rid of them because there's a few things in order to flash your BIOS and some things. You have to have a floppy disk to do it. But I think most of them are ba uh, past that now. So You need to flash your floppy? Is this, this is what I got out of that conversation. <laughs> Apparently, it's just an innate talent that I can't control. I just throw out double entendres, and you guys are on them like mice on cheese. Just let your love, love go. go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, before we go too far down that, why don't we let the good listeners, after this, I'm not sure why the hell they'd want to, <laughs> find out more about where they can find our musings or, or our other 12-year-old types of things. <laughs> Alisa, we'll let you start. Well, before I do that, I want to make a quick mention. Um that I mentioned to you guys before the show, if you... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot. Listen to, if you're interested in Android and iOS, uh, Allison Sheridan, besides doing No, Kill, no Cash, she also does Chit Chat Across the Pond. The last episode she did, which is number 477, and Kevin will put it in the show notes, uh, Megan Maroney and Jason Howell from the Twit Network, he is into Android, she is into iOS. They switched phones for a month. So she was using his Android phone, and he was using her iPhone 7 Plus, I think it was. Yeah. 7S. 7, 7 Plus. 7 Plus. Yeah. So they both spoke with Allison about what their thoughts were. And it, it was interesting to hear what the other person thought. You know, they have, they have you know, they're, they're used to using one particular type of operating system and then how they use the other. So it was interesting. So if you have any thought of like, what does an iOS person think of Android? What does an Android person think of iOS? And it was only about a 45 minute show. It wasn't too long. So I was listening to that this morning. So that would be, you know, if you have any interest, go check it out. Yeah. And I, I've also seen some of the other stuff they did related to that on the Twit Network. Um, but they also not only switched phones, but uh, Megan gave up her watch. She gave Jason her Apple yes. Watch, and he gave her his some Android Wear thing that looked like a small nuclear reactor on her wrist because it was so huge. <laughs> I mean, this thing was gigantic, um, and I know she she was really not a fan of that. She really didn't like that. So, and and the other interesting thing too is Jason is not into fitness tracking because apparently his wife is a fitness instructor so he kind of has that self-managed for him <laughs> so he doesn't have to do that um so but it is it's an interesting so folks i'll put the link in the show notes so go have a listen and if you're not already listening to the my friend allison's podcast the no cast please start listening to it she will entertain you and it is nothing but fun and you get a little educated along the way so go have a listen to that where can they find you, at Elisa, if they want Okay, to. on Twitter, at SenseiDai, and at 3GeekyLadies.com, with the number three spelled out, where I podcast with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes. 
All right, Michael, where can uh, we find out more about you? Apparently in between you guys, because I'm the middle person here. Uh, and if anybody wants to send me, you know, condolences or, you know, or help on so I don't inadvertently stick my own foot in my mouth, uh, you can contact me on Twitter at DSC Chipman, or I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. Yes. And folks, if you want to find out more about me, you can see my ramblings, musings and odd sense of humor over on twitter.com forward slash big underscore in underscore va or if you go over to about.me forward slash kevin alder that leaks leaks there i've got that <laughs> that leaks right on out there <laughs> i'm leaking on top of mike there that links right back over to the other stuff i've done online over the over the last few years if you want to find out more about the show, go over to geekiestshowever.com. And I do want to apologize. There was a mess up in the feed for last week, and things got fouled up, but I think it's most all of it's been straightened out. Um, if you're still having any troubles, please uh, shoot me a note. Dorothy, thank you for saying it. I know, Elisa, you and I talked quite a bit about it over the course of the week, so we should be good to go now. Hopefully the feed's all straightened out. Uh, if you do, like I said, if you do want to find out more about the show, go to geekiestshowever.com. Uh, if you want to re- leave us a review or comments on iTunes, they're always welcome. They help us get discovered and more people listen to us and maybe keep Mike's love goo from flowing on too many things. So, yeah, I couldn't let it go. I had to. Um, so, folks, we want to thank you for downloading and listening to the show. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. And please remember, if you do nothing else between now and next week, Don't forget to hug a geek. Hey Siri, could you read the Three Geeky Ladies promo script? Sure. Elisa says, Welcome to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast and introduces Susay and Vicky. Susay says, Hello everyone. Vicky says, Hi. Elisa, want to know how we feel about the new Apple product? Susay, what about the iOS camera, Vicky, or the MacBook Pro update? Elisa, Suse, and Vicky in unison, then, listen to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast. Siri, the Three Geeky Ladies podcast on the My Mac Podcasting Network. <laughs>